So hi, well, the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Hey, I'm Eric Bartu. I'm uh, Freddie Rainville. <laughs> I am Alex Fabio. And we are... American Part 2. And we're going to ask them some questions, say, about their upcoming EP, AP Tuniverse. Uh, so congrats on that, by the way. How do you guys feel about the response to the announcement so far? Great. It was really good. I just want to clarify also that Sam, our drummer, is not here. Uh, he's also in American Part 2. But yeah, the response has been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, uh, Sam's on tour with Motionless and White right now, <laughs> motherfucker. Come on. This is true. <laughs> Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP name or cover art? Good question. I mean, I think it's funny because we started, we started, um, and I think, I think Shane has the original SoundCloud link. It was called AP2 World mm -hmm. at first. I was just going to say. We wanted to kind of, yeah, we wanted to kind of create this, I guess, like world. Fred said this to me earlier, like a couple of weeks ago, he said world building. And I, I really like that. And um, yeah, we ended up started with ap2 world but we didn't quite like it because it, it felt like it had been done before and it was kind of like i don't know there's all kinds of iterations of that but we ended up kind of growing it to ap2 universe somehow and it really clicked with us yeah i think uh you know i think world universe that sort of thing with bands and art and like different projects like it's just like it's been done a, a bunch of different times and uh i love uh the whole concept of behind Lunaverse. I don't know if y'all are are uh, aware of the K-pop group Luna. Oh but, uh, yeah. But that was uh that was kind of like an inspiration because their their whole fandom is like Lunaverse and they go so deep and there's so much like respect uh like I have for that because it's just like the art is just amazing that they make you know and uh, and I think uh, just to give some of them credit, you know, it's just like our little spin on it. We're doing like this this release of a couple songs and uh, we really felt like uh, we were branching into some like sort of like cosmic cowboy-esque, some crazy sounds. And yeah, we're just going for it visually too. So hell yeah, it's all coming together. And mm -hmm. um, it was like one day I was like, Alex, what's the name of the EP? I got to make this sound clean. He's like, it's AP2 World. And then one day you come into the office and you're like, so we got this cover. Art. Oh, and by the way, the EP is EP, uh, AP2 Universe. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you didn't let anyone know about the name change over here. <laughs> it, it seems that we're notorious for not communicating all of our ideas when they come. That's okay. I don't, I don't know about that. I feel like it's more like we will settle on something and then it will be like literally like two hours before releasing something and we're like and everything changes like <laughs> for us like 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 people don't know like we are like chaotic good with the, that stuff like it just like we have this last minute epiphany sometimes yeah. we're like no we have to go the complete opposite way for yeah. the integrity of the group right right there's you know? always some kind of like great moral dilemma that arises at the very last second i mean i think this, the um you are all video is a good example of that because um fred made like the basis of the video and it was really beautiful and we we're like maybe we should like put lyrics on it. it'd be cool and i literally pulled an all-nighter did not sleep and made the the text for it mm -hmm. and then we put it out that morning so <laughs> oh my yeah. god badass um 
Shane, I'm I'm praying for you, Shane. Good, good Listen, luck. I texted Alex last night at midnight. I, I was like, I'm going to get on top of this shit. They have a song coming out this week. I was like, Alex, when you've got the assets, send them to me. If anything changes, let me know. <laughs> I'm like, sorry yeah. for texting you at midnight, but that's when I was thinking about it. I was up. Also, I feel like I feel like everything in our camp has kind of been like been thrown through a whole 180 with like, you know, like a post like not being on the label anymore and then dropping the the past two songs like we've just been like we we found out we weren't going to be on the label anymore and the next day we dropped a new song and it just you know just it's been crazy ever since so i think we're we're, we're just kind of like rolling you know just finding like, some days flow some days it's just like going mm-hmm. crazy so yep. yeah yeah uh so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the cp Oh my. Wow. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, well, I think, uh, when we put out Price of a Nation, our first LP, uh, we had been writing those songs and slowly dripping singles and we re-recorded Split and stuff, which was one of the first singles that we ever put out. Um, that was like a three plus year process and the record was done and we were ready to put it out around 2020, summer 2020. And then we just ended up waiting a full you know, year to, and we still had to like finish a lot of things and uh, it ended up like really taking its time. And we, you know, it, everything really like uh, ended up working out the way it should. But over that process, like we had been writing so much music, like so much music. And we took basically the best, like, I don't know, like 16 to 20 songs that we felt and then uh, whittled it down to 14. And we went to a barn in, uh, monticello new york called yonder barn uh which was built specifically in uh i think 99 for ryuchi sakamoto he did uh he's done a lot of compositions i'm pretty sure he's won like grammys and stuff and he uh he did the revenant uh all the music for the revenant yeah uh but it's this beautiful barn that we found on airbnb just totally separate with like very blurry digital camera like yeah uh blurry pictures and we were like this is gonna be either a gem or this is gonna be crazy and we ended up staying there for 20 plus days and recorded all the songs with our friend Doug Gallo and some friends and uh did a music video and stuff and that was like we did all these songs and we've been we dripped out a single and then we just took like literally like like the best out of that which we felt were like five songs and there's there's some stuff here and there that like we still are working on from those sessions but basically we took like the five songs right yeah 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 it was it was interesting because we booked the place just as an airbnb at first because we we actually booked it months in advance in the summer because um it was summer 2020 right so it was like we were super locked down and everything so we were like we need to get out usually touring is our reprieve from just like you know home life so Mm -hmm. we were like we need to get out and just like hang with each other because we're best friends and so we were like all right let's do it and we booked this place just to stay at Mm -hmm. right and then we were like all right maybe we can like demo or whatever and we had these songs and we were like maybe we should make an album so we had all these songs like fred said like 16 to 20 songs and we get there and when we got there we looked around and we're like wow this is like really good sound quality really good muting and we go upstairs Mm -hmm. and there was this like emperor booth looking down on like what turned out to be a live room and we're like wait a minute what is this place and we looked it up and it turned out the history that fred said it was built Mm -hmm. as a studio and um uh 
who was it? Dream Theater recorded their their latest album there when wow. we had gone there. That's cool. So we were like, wow, we just ended up here. So we kind of we just it was the three of us for about eight days, and we just like ate every meal together, did yoga together, and just like vibed out and practiced every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like like Fred said, Doug Gallo came um, with uh, an assistant, Mike, and then Kelly, and um, yeah, we recorded all the songs that we had at that point and whittled it down. Nice. And then we, uh, we also shot uh, on the Revival Recordings uh, YouTube page. We put out a music video and we we tracked it live. So it's live audio and we shot a, a music video in the barn. So we actually got to like encapsulate it. I don't know if you got that one, but that's like one of my favorite things we've ever done. And yeah, the fact that we used the live audio for it was great too. Yeah, it was it was influenced a lot by Black Sabbath because they had done like a live music video for Paranoid in the seventies mm-hmm. and like they did it for like a couple songs too. Oh, cool! Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the specific one that I saw that I was like that would be cool. And I was talking to Ben Lieber about it, and I was like, we should because the label at that time wanted us to re-release "I Don't Wanna," which we had already put out, mm-hmm. and we were like, well, if we're gonna do that, we want to put a new spin on it. So that was our way of putting out a music video for it that wasn't just using the recorded audio again, so we could at least have a live take on it yeah that's cool and then state champs saw that and they were like wow that was really cool over thanksgiving (laughs) yeah that was cool that was cool Mm -hmm. thanks state champs yeah oh yeah thanks for the yeah thanks (laughs) so i just have a quick question so aside from the couple tracks that actually made it to the ep you said that you're still working on bits and pieces of other tracks that you guys uh did write uh what is the reason behind your thought process with I'm not I'm just going to put out the EP now instead of waiting uh, for those couple checks that you're working on to make it like a full album? Did you just were you just so excited to put the music out, which I completely get because that must be awesome. We we get really ahead of ourselves. Well, actually, I should say that we've been very ahead of ourselves in the past where mm-hmm. like we had our debut record like ready to go and it hadn't come out and we were like already recording lp2 and technically like that was in our minds and um that was the goal was a second lp but Mm -hmm. as time kind of tells we were like we're not really in a position for a second lp just as like the nature of the band like this kind of like uh these five songs definitely we feel are probably like some of the strongest ones out of them but also like some of the other ones like are just so standalone, just like so awesome. Like we have the song Steve Shack, uh, and uh, we have uh, a lot, yeah, a lot of different ones. Like uh, End of the World is a good one. Yeah, we've recorded that one a couple times. The thing is, is these five just went together as like a thing. Like there yeah. was definitely a thing that was there with those five songs, and we didn't anticipate that at all. But like Fred said, like putting out an album is such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like to support an album, you need a lot of like not only resources, but also like material to promote it with. And yeah. we didn't have, we didn't know where touring was either. And that's a huge way to support an album. So like we knew that also there was a potential we could be independent at that mm-hmm. at this time, like as it started leading up to releasing new music. So we thought the best way to benefit ourselves is just to put our put all our eggs in 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 this basket of five songs and just give that out first yeah. and try to kind of refine our footing for where we're gonna be 
by the time the next LP comes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, Amen. I think, yeah, I think so far it's been good because again, now we are independent. And so it's all on us and Shane and Matt. And so like, and fate of booking. So um, yeah, I think, I think now it's a little more focused with those five songs. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Thank you for uh, breaking that down for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want you to, to tell us your favorite lyrics, your favorite lyric singular off this EP and the meaning behind it. Hmm. Cool. You first, please. Oh, I'm the, I'm the worst one to start with. Cause I always forget. The lyrics. <laughs> oh. well, Alex, um, I think you should go first. Cause you're the vocalist of the band. Yeah. Well, technically Fred is the vocalist as well. Okay. Fair oh, enough. Fred, I have a little help for you. I actually have the cutout lyrics from the music video right here. There you go. See what a lot of oh. people don't realize is that these are uh, typed on a typewriter and then T died like in middle school oh, nice. mm-hmm. and then cut out and then superimposed digitally onto the video. Mm-hmm. So wow. I have the lyrics actually all here. If you want to see the this ones. This is uh this is one of my favorites oh that's a banger (laughs) yeah honestly though uh we got we got to say that we've been calling this song just splatter for maybe like as long as we've known it and uh yeah we did one of those things like the week of we were like uh so the song's gonna be called you are all right we kind of like mentioned it once in band practice we're like yeah that's a cool idea yeah it Mm -hmm. sounds right because it's it's a lyric in the song yeah it's also like I think like one of our like most positive messages. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it's simple, but uh, I really like uh, feel the break because um, one, I kind of like lead that song definitely in the beginning, but um, I like all like all like the references like with uh, like with the world closing. Like there's like there's uh, one of the lyrics. It's a uh, cut your eyes, keep them closed. Uh, and then the second verse, it talks about- um, Cut your mouth. Cut your mouth and cut, cut in the world, keeping the world closed. It's a lot, a lot has to do with COVID and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like feeling this like break in our society. Um, yeah. That's like what I really feel from it. But I really just like, uh, like the very choice words. Like we just, we kind of just like say a little bit, but we mean what we say in those couple words, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think this EP definitely has my favorite lyrics that we've had so far, as far as like, cause we all, we all write too, is another thing. Like uh, Fred and I both wrote a lot of lyrics on this. And I think the major difference vocally on this record compared to the last one is that Fred's singing more and I'm screaming more, I think mm-hmm. generally. So I think that's a cool, like new thing that we're doing. But um, as far as favorite lyrics from You Are All, I think these, this is my favorite line right here. It's, I've been eating shit. It tastes like politics. Nice. I like that <laughs> one. And then um, in, in another uh, song, it's called Horse 2. I knew it. It's going to be coming out. Um, that, I would say that's probably my favorite um, poem. So I, I, I don't really know if I could pick a line, but when it comes know. out, when it comes out, definitely listen to Horse too. That's a song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you guys were uh, writing the CP? Hmm. Uh, CKY. Mm-hmm. A lot of CKY. We were watching a lot of Jackass and Blues Brothers. And, I think you should leave. Uh, yeah, we we kind of went on like a like a like a weird nostalgia kick with like uh skate and like Tony Hawk uh 
underground too and like listening to those soundtracks and like we were like listening to a lot of like stuff like listening to like Avenged Sevenfold yeah. like, well really oh, wow. just a lot a lot of stuff but like uh yeah I remember there was one vocal take I, it was in a song that was recorded that's not on the EP but I remember I sang this line in a way that I hadn't quite sung before and oh, they stopped yeah. it and they were like yo M Shadows over here <laughs> yeah we were really pushing a lot of a lot of different types of tones especially vocally like i love pushing vocal tones but i think uh we we were kind of trying to get back to like what we loved in like these bands and like this like culture of like skate and rock and like what it was like when we were growing up like like i remember very specifically like being like eight nine ten years old and like going to the mammoth mall down the street and they have uh the zoomies couch tour and like Hawthorne Heights and Bayside played and my cousin like skated in the competition and he was like like 15 or something and, he, yeah. and like at the time like he was like a like a prodigy skater you know for like these kids and like all these kids like around the area were great so like there was always like this really cool thing happening and I think uh even Sam like you know connecting with Sam a lot like the whole skate culture and like the CKY movies the jackass movies but also the cky music and like that <laughs> that yeah. first record and all the all yeah i don't know we were listening to a lot of stuff yeah and, and like i think i think the the core for me was kind of what fred said as well like kind of going back to what we love about music and why we love music like we wanted to make music that like maybe for this time around like is just um i don't know maybe more like fun to listen to like um like I don't know, like there's a lot more that you can dance to, I feel like on this record and like bang your head really hard. Um, and like lyrically, I think it's pretty fun. Like, I'll, like a, a lot of the topics are like pretty heavy, but I think there's always an air of like lightness to what exactly is being said. And and if it is really heavy, we kind of like make it lighter in how it's being said, I suppose. A little, a little mm -hmm. bit of tongue in cheek in our songs. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. We're saying something, but it's not really not really we're believing it like i think uh the uh one of my favorite songs on the record the same mm -hmm. um the lyric is we're not the same we're not this you know yeah and uh i don't think any of us believe that i think we kind of believe that we're all the same and and i was thinking on it really hard the other day and it's like it's really funny we write things and i don't know how it is really for can't can only speak for myself but a lot of times when you write things and it comes out and say like you're writing on a riff and maybe like the melodies come where the lyrics most of the time you know afterwards what you're actually trying to say mm -hmm. it's like you're just like and it just kind of like it's like just is ripping out of you sometimes and yeah the, the, the same is kind of like that because the same is like talks about alienation and being like like let it let me be let me be away let me grow that sort of thing we're not the same i'm not like you but in reality like it like we don't really believe that at all it's almost like the complete opposite you know but so, it's a feeling right it's a feeling it's tongue in cheek it's it's like it's um yeah it's definitely a feeling that i know we've all felt too at the same time though because it's like if you're if you're say for example right now we're in my mom's house right so like at times like if you're in the same place that you grew up in forever like you want to get out and fucking tattoo yourself and color your hair and go fucking crazy you know what i mean because yeah. you have to like yeah. you have to it's part of growing and i think like even though like overall we don't like believe like that we're all fucking different we're all way similar um we're the same dna but like 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. But anyway, um, going back to the Sonics, I think like recording wise, like sound wise, Doug was a great, great engineer for this and great like co-imaginer of like what it would all be because it also has a little bit more, I think maybe like space and depth than Price of a Nation. Mm -hmm. um, and like some of the tones are like a little bit nodding to the stuff we listened to when we were teenagers too. So I think that's cool. Also, I do want to say um, huge props to Doug because um, I would say that we might be like a little bit of like a different type of band to work with because we like the track live. We like tracking like the basics of like the guitar, bass, drums live with in mind keeping that the drums are the only thing that matters to come out of that. So if like basic guitar is kind of fucked up, like as long as we got the drum track, cause we don't track with a metronome. I don't think we did at all on this record. So it's up to Sam. And then, you know, uh, I think Doug ended up tracking it according to Sam, which is crazy. Like mm -hmm. doing separate metronome parts throughout the whole record. That's cool. Um, but Doug really let us do like our thing while also like pushing this very like earthy, like we just wanted to get like a very raw and like, you know, just like a warm feeling. Yeah. I think, songs. I, I think one thing that, that we are bringing to the table with this is the combination of, that old school live tracking where you would hear it in records like nineties and before, mm -hmm. um, but with a lot of sounds that, that are more modern. I think that's, it's a cool blend. And we like to overdub like a lot. Like we do a lot with harmonies and uh, we're all singing. This is Sam, on it. Sam singing, Sam screaming. Uh, we're all doing wild stuff. Pianos. There's all like a bunch of blended stuff. So like, we like to get like the, the three piece, and then we like layer on top of it. And that's really like, I think where we're kind of at our best. Makes sense. Sick. That's good. That's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, start with headphones on? Should they blast at a party? What do you guys personally recommend? Mm. The headphones by yourself and also like blasting in the car with friend is probably I think the best like blasting in the car with your friend would be awesome. I, I don't know about like, if you wanted to blast some of the singles at a party, like in order, I just, I'm only saying it cause splatter. There's like a, the first track or it's like a one minute intro. It's like a 30 second intro, yeah. but uh, you know, if it builds, definitely. definitely builds. Builds. Um, yeah. But Oh my gosh, I love blasting in the car. Like it's like my favorite thing. It's just to crank it. It's definitely like going to be like a, like blasting in the car while you're driving in the summer. Mm -hmm. like, I think, I think too, like if you, if you want to kind of split the difference with those, one thing that we used to do as tradition is like, um, just like go smoke a joint and then like come back and like turn off all the lights and like put on a record. <laughs> so, the, so first, specific. the first time we would listen to a record that from a band that we like, and we would just like turn off the lights, maybe have like a candle or something and just like, Take, lay on the floor or sit or something and just take it in like that would be cool too that's how we that's how we would do it okay All right. is that how you listen to the cp for the first time i don't know if i, I have no idea well i think when we got when we got the final back no i don't mean, so. remember but but okay okay i do remember this okay Alex and Sam, they like, like I could, if, if I'm in a recording session, I could go like months without hearing it again. Like, like if it was just like the next going, in. Sam specifically loves to get that bounce right mm -hmm. after the session. He's like, yo, send me what we just did. 
you yeah. know, yeah. and, and both of them are up on that, which is good. That's a good thing <laughs> yeah. like, for me. I kind of like need space a little bit because that's just like kind of how I like to listen to it. Um, but I remember going to band practice and you were like, yo, it sounds so great. I was like, oh, I haven't heard it yet. Like I did like, like <laughs> when we got the official thing and we blasted it in your car. Oh yeah. On the way oh, home, right? I think, yeah, I think on the way home. Oh, yeah. Either on the way to Sam's or on the way home. And it was like, just literally full blast in Alex's car, which is very heavy bass. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I have one of those. I have a Toyota, and it has one of those like Bluetooth things that I've like added on that I put into the cigarette lighter. Mm-hmm. So like those are like always just have ridiculous bass on. Them, so. <laughs> yeah, but that was awesome. Like just just taking it in. Just... Yeah. All right, sick. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this out. Uh, EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Cyborg. Cowboy. Experimental core. Okay. okay. That's a lot to take in. I'm going to go... Um, Space, horse, <laughs> mayhem. Space okay. horse, mayhem. Yeah, that's accurate. Really, really selling this EP to the you are to the to the general public. Yeah, <laughs> it's what they need. Horse is a great genre. Horse, <laughs> band, horse is the best genre. Yeah, <laughs> Fred Dig Gallops. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. That's a, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay all right so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this ep to invoke in your listeners Nah. (laughs) i uh it's got it's got it's got tons of uh ranges of emotions like you know whatever whatever it makes you feel like it uh we love the music that we make you know and we love listening to our music and it i think like especially like when we put out splatter like a week or two ago i've heard that song so many times but it gets dropped into the world totally different it's totally different it's just like i'm like oh wow this is like hearing it for the first time because sonically it sounds different because it's just like in the public perception Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like i i think uh we're trying to just like uh speak our truths and talk about our experiences and uh hope people relate and if you don't that's cool too thanks for giving us a real answer yeah. freddie fuck you alex yeah <laughs> love you guys <laughs> uh so what is your favorite memory that you guys made while creating the cp honestly the whole Ooh. barn the whole barn thing so in itself good. was amazing like yeah. what a great experience i mean we lived there for just about a month and we really became like 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 metal monks while we were there it was mm-hmm. a good time it comes through on the ep yeah, too i like <laughs> what's that it comes through on the ep too like it's definitely oh, cool. a way heavier vibe like, for sure like oh, when sure. i heard i think it was splatter when matt played me the demo i was like they're they're channeling a little bit of lorna shore on here i can tell lorna shore. <laughs> <laughs> that's great let's go shout out lorna shore on yeah. top of the world right now so true mm-hmm. uh, it's so funny i love like I think life is so funny because you kind of associate like uh, like all these crazy good memories. Like I feel like the ones on tour and stuff like that and stuff like it's always like these weird or like not really too crazy things. Like uh, 
like we stood, we went to this market like every single morning to get coffee. Mm-hmm. And it was like this Italian bakery in Monticello. Mm-hmm. And also like, there's like a racetrack in town, which is so weird because we grew up in Oceanport and there's the Monmouth racetrack. And there, it's not just like everywhere that you go that there's like a horse racetrack. You know, we grew up like yeah. two feet away from one. And then we just go four, three and a half hours away from home and just like is the main attraction of the town. And my dad was like, oh, I think I was there when I was a kid. And so it was like kind of like this weird thing that we were like living in this town. And uh, my my van, uh, it was so cold that twice my acceleration stuck. And so my van's just like, we're going. And I'm like hitting the brakes and it's not stopping. And uh, we, I had to like hit the brake, hit the acceleration, hit the brake again for it to like come out of gear. And so there's like a little bit of trauma attached to, to the experience too, because that's just, you know, life. But I mean... We've also been on crazy tours, so I, fans and bad experiences like that. So yeah, that was that was very minor. We almost drove into the Airbnb person's house, though, which was not good. Not good yeah, because good. because we the were, acceleration yeah. was stuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Um, okay. I I really enjoyed uh, one day. Um, so I'm half Greek. And I have a lot of Greek family. Oh and <laughs> so, like, um, uh, I'm quite familiar with Greek culture and Greek American accents. So, there was a Greek place nearby. I think it was Christos. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, we were like, let's get some Greek food. So, like, <laughs> I got put in charge of ordering the Greek food, and I like ordered it in like a in like an old man Greek accent, and like beautiful. And beautiful. And it was like great. It was great. And uh yeah, it was we, we picked up the food and then came back to the barn and just like filled a table with food, like just Aww, filled badass. it and just yeah. like turned off the lights and just watched Blues Brothers. <laughs> Which is like three hours long if no one oh. knows. And it's also such a great movie if if it's been a minute, if y'all have seen it, if you've never seen it, that's cool too. It's such a trip it's mm-hmm. insane people they don't make movies like that anymore so <laughs> all right <laughs> those yeah. are those are all good memories except for you guys almost dying but yeah. you know you know sounds good though so yeah. <laughs> sounds good it, can happen yeah. it comes with the other so you know true one yeah true oh, right? Jeez. Oh, no. oh no um so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop you're going in what is your snack of choice Nuts. What type? Usually they only have peanuts. So, but if they have cheap almonds, which is never the case, those. No. Mm. Okay, cool. That's a good choice. Yeah. I don't know. Like what my go-to is. I feel like I'm like wild. I'm always switching it up, but I'm trying to think. I feel like um, I'm always trying to save like some extra food from like the last spot that we ate. Cause I'm like not trying to eat like snacks and candy and stuff like that. But uh hmm i don't know what would be like a go-to i mean i literally <laughs> literally on the, on the way here <laughs> so i mean there you go well actually yo my go-to for real if i see them which is very rare if it's outside of a movie theater is uh the the bunch of crunch not crunch bar like because i tried a crunch bar the other day for like the first time in like a couple years not first time oh a couple years. yeah a couple years it was not it was not good but like mm-hmm. the bunch of crunch is great it's like you know the little chocolate and you just eat it at the 
little clusters. Yeah, so I'll grab yeah. some of that. I'm like a savory guy, I'm not a sweet, sweet. Fair sweet enough. Guy. Fair enough. Yeah. Get that. Uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Like a vegetarian bowl? Yeah, we'd be like, have you ever been to a place and they have like a Buddha bowl? I have not. I think they so. would be that. It's okay. like yeah. usually like a grain, like a quinoa or rice. rice or something. Mm-hmm. Beans. Beans. And then we usually ask, wait, how much is it for all the sides? And they're like, oh, it's all the same price for every side. So so we're like, everything. we can get everything. So yeah, we usually ask for everything. There'll be like greens, mushrooms, onions, uh, protein, uh, any kind of protein. Yeah, uh, we uh we went, we got food drunk. Like literally drunk in Columbus, Ohio at uh, Brasica. Oh, and if uh, you're in Columbus right now, go to Brasica right now. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> I think it's on High Street. You will become <laughs> unbelievably intoxicated while eating. Like we we were crying. We, we were, were we were crying oh. and laughing, and it was like literally the, it was one of the best meals of my life. I'm not from even the food. Yeah, from the food. Yeah, from the food. It was just, it was very, you could tell it was very home style Maybe recipe. That's something that people underestimate. Who, who makes your food is very important, which is why all the package shit is not as good. Because mm-hmm. like you, if someone's making something with a little bit of love, it goes such a long way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess you guys are going to go back to this, this restaurant when you're on tour. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we went two days in a row. I'm almost intimidated to go back. I think, I think on, at least on the brick and mortar tour, you guys have like an off day in ohio where you could do like two days in columbus i think <laughs> it's gonna be i'm not entirely sure what the routing is like, but i think you're able to go to the restaurant two days if you'd like thank you shane for enlightening me about <laughs> this. they froze okay, okay right. you're back all right uh, so for these last couple of questions we're actually shift away from music if that's okay with you guys sure cool. Cool. So if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, which animal would you be and why? Mm. Mm. See, it's a tough question because like, ooh, there's a couple, you know? Mm. Uh, um, If if I could be a wild stallion. Okay. On the beach somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, that'd be great. Uh, Mm -hmm. Or maybe like I always said, I would love to uh, be a bald eagle just to see that view, you know, Mm -hmm. get that view. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the third tops all, but, you know, some people don't believe. Um, But, you know, being a dragon would be amazing. I mean, like Eastern, Eastern dragon, you know, water, water dragons. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. About you, I I would like to think that the Earth's nature operates something like Pokemon, where Ooh, I can start as a cat, right, mm-hmm. and I can evolve into a lion. Okay, so that's who I would be. Okay. I really is him. He's, I actually he's a have the mug he's a also with nice. a kitten in the inside and a lion on the outside. This guy is that's nice. who I would that's be. Badass. That's, badass. that's pretty cool. I like right I like now. I'm like in the charmeleon phase. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I, I just checked uh, the routing for the brick and mortar tour. You guys are in Cleveland and then you guys have an off day and then you're in Columbus, but Cleveland and Columbus are only two hours away. Oh, we're driving overnight. Oh, yeah, we'll be there the day before. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know what's even crazy? <laughs> we're playing 
uh, Mahals, 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 however you may say it's made its motto. Uh, Mahal. Dude, I am so excited to play Mahals. I heard it's a bowling alley. Yes. Is that right? But the live room is like Nirvana when they played on TV for the first time and like the floor was like all trippy. (laughs) It's literally like that. That room's like wacky. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I played there with, played in there with Have Mercy. A lot of, a lot of venues that we're playing uh, over the next couple months, I've like always wanted to play. So that's very exciting. Oh, yeah. We're playing Blueberry Hill, which is Chuck Berry's venue too. Really? Yeah. We're playing basement. (laughs) Yeah. And I I played that one. Yeah. I played that one at HM too. Oh, that's so so cool. Yeah. I saw that today. I was like, you know, because there's so much sometimes that like mm-hmm. yeah yeah you and and i'm like rereading i'm like oh yeah yeah i was like oh blueberry hill like they're crazy in there they have like something like a thousand wooden ducks just lining the ceiling like it's like the most wild that's why it's duck room makes sense makes sense yeah north carolina said we're gonna really love cat's cradle too cool yeah cool nice yeah and johnny brenda's i went and saw king buffalo there and i was like this venue is beautiful. Johnny Brenda's gonna be sick. Yeah. Who's that? Philly. Oh, cool. Johnny Brenda's. It's beautiful. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for you guys. So Yo, back, back to the questions. Uh, if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Wait, what was it? If I could be? No, if you could have lunch with any celebrity or, or artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why? I, I would say, um miles davis because right now i'm reading miles davis's autobiography and that is a cold motherfucker and i would like to get a couple shreds of that cheese wheel on my shit all right okay wow i'm like this is like so important mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i'm just gonna say the first one that came to mind was uh robert johnson mm. yeah having a conversation with robert johnson because no one really knows much it's like they have like the like the familial contact like people that that grew up with him and knew him but he like died in like like 1938 or 39 or something and uh Mm -hmm. just the impact that that man has had on just music is insane like all of rock and roll is based in robert johnson's licks and all that stuff and yeah, I would like to say what's up and see see what was up back then. I would like to have more of a grasp on like what it was to like be making music and traveling around at that time. Cause mm-hmm. he would hop on literally like the trains and just like ride to a city, you know, just mm-hmm. like, like so craziness. Good picks. Uh, so for this last question, boom, you're on a desert island. You can bring one movie, one album, and one person. Who and what are you bringing? I'd probably bring Fred as a person. Okay. Um, uh, uh, album, I would probably bring, um, I would bring Have a Good Seasons, uh, Shapes, I've never seen because it's fucking good. Um, and uh, what was it? Book? Movie? Movie movie um um i'd bring uh that movie that beatles movie across the universe um because it would remind me that um love is beautiful and life is nuanced good answers wow that's very sweet wow well i would have to say the same i would i would 
love to bring your boy over here. I feel bad for Sam. So I got to say, I got to say, if they were, you know, uh, I feel like we're, we're all one entity sometimes. So I would have to bring Agreed. both of them. Uh, put them in a, put, put them in a um, big suit. Um, I would, I would bring, uh, off the bone by the cramps. That would be my album because mm-hmm. that it's got everything that I love in one record. And it's got all the emotions, like all dark and happy and all the things in one record. And it's like something like 12, 14 songs, which is like not crazy, but like Mm-mm. when you, when you, I don't know, I'm a big fan of the cramps. So like that record is just like insane to me. I'm just like, wow, they, they did that, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But, um, and then a movie, oh, easy, easy. How did I, I don't I even have to think Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Geez. All right. Come on. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Lock That'll last you the whole trip. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I die, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Oh man. Well, thank you guys for having us. Cause of this course. has been a really awesome interview. We appreciate you listening to us babble. Um, well, in, in case you're watching this and you still don't know, we're in a band called America part two, and uh, we have an EP coming out called AP Tuniverse on May 26th and we'll be on tour from around that time until the end of july we're going to do the whole united states so wherever you are come on out and uh you can find all those dates and tickets at americapart2.com all spelled out or our merch store mischief night which is also attached to our website but uh other than that uh we love you guys and uh it's always so much fun oh yeah so nice Always a blast time with you guys. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for sound. That's been America Part 2, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.